Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. This is Retirement by Design with Jack Burns. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jack provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement by Design with Jack Burns. My name is Jack Burns from Retirement by Design. If you'd like to contact us, you can give us a call at 844-752-5433, or you can visit us at our website at uh, retirementbydesign.com. Stay tuned later in the show. We will have a special offer for you, so don't change that channel. Today, we're going to talk about some must-know rules regarding Social Security. Figuring out Social Security benefits can get complicated because it's not a matter of simply looking at the numbers on your statement and planning based on that. There are plenty of rules that will have an effect on your final Social Security benefit, which makes it important that you understand them and how they will impact your future. But before we get into that, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. All right. Well, thanks, Jack. Hey, Jack, it's great to be here with you. Honestly, thanks for having me on your show today. And I think that's going to be a good topic for us to discuss. I know that you've helped so many people maximize their Social Security over the years, and people do leave a lot of that on the table. Uh, But yeah, before we get into that, I've had a great week. I've been busy. Uh, Jack, you know, I have three kids. One's in college. uh, One is a junior in high school and starting to look at colleges. So I'm probably going to need a loan from you before the show's over today. (laughs) <laughs> I, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but uh, I've been good. How about you? Now, before we really get into our topic today, we are going to give you some helpful tips on Social Security. But first, uh, let's get to know you, Jack, and your background. Uh, how long have you worked in the financial industry? I started in the financial industry in 1992. Uh, I, I started out in the life insurance business until uh, the year 2000. I, uh, I built myself a successful business and uh, my father got sick and I uh, came back to my hometown of Algona, Iowa to uh, help take over the family business. Uh, We built dry fertilizer storage facilities all over the United States. Wow. And we were able to uh, uh, grow the business into a hundred million in sales with a couple hundred employees. And we sold the firm in 2015. Uh, It was a a good deal for our family and uh, at the time, I was 55 years old, so uh, my wife would not allow me to retire, So, <laughs> and I hadn't planned on it anyway. Right. But uh, uh, so I got back in the financial services business. The, the The main reason I got back into the business was twofold. Number one, I have two young sons. I wanted to get them in the business because what I've learned through the years is if you don't know how to handle money, which most people don't, that it doesn't really matter how much money you make. And one thing I wanted to make sure that my my boys understood was, and my daughter's 16, she'll be coming into the business too, hopefully. But the one thing that if you understand how money works and you can be efficient with your money, 
you're going to be, uh, you're going to win the game by default. And one thing I've learned in my life, because I've, uh, I've been fortunate enough to deal with, uh, everybody from, uh, uh, entry level positions to, uh, major, uh, players in fortune 500 companies. And what I found is most people play out of the same financial playbook. They're playing by the same rules. They're doing the same things and by and large, they're ending up in the same place. And it, it appears to me that, uh, you know, if we, if we take a step back and, uh, and take a look at, uh, the efficiency of our money, we don't need to have as much money as we think we do in order to be financially successful. And most people are so busy earning a living and trying to, uh, put themselves in a position where they, uh, they feel like they can retire that, uh, they don't take a step back and try to figure out how their money's working, what they're doing with it. And, and they're ending up in, in a position where they think they have enough to retire, but a lot of times they don't. And what I found is if you have ineffective strategies, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it's probably enough. And if you, not enough, and if you have, uh, if you have the effective strategies and you, and you do things right, then you really don't need to have that much money to uh, retire in a manner in which you uh, would like to. And probably the biggest uh, detri- or the biggest proponent of, of that is uh, Social Security planning. I mean, most people that I run across uh, spend more time planning their summer vacation than they do how and when they're going to take their Social Security. Wow. Yeah, and it's different for everybody. And 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 you know, for for the most part, if you're uh, if you're extremely wealthy, your decision on when you take Social Security is probably irrelevant. To I mean. It probably doesn't have a huge effect on your retirement, but for most people, uh, retirement is Social Security is the bread and butter of their retirement, and Social Security is not a decision that should be made on a microeconomic basis. It's 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 a decision that needs to be made in conjunction with all of your other assets, and that's different for everybody. And so, for everybody to use the same calculations on when they take their Social Security is is a huge mistake for a lot of people and you know the year the, the earlier you can start putting strategies around your social security the better off you're going to be yeah uh, i think that's great and you've helped so many people uh with a lot of different aspects of their financial planning and their financial lives but social security as you mentioned is a big one and it's where, as you said, a lot of people make mistakes. And yeah, I like how you compared it. It doesn't matter how much money you have, you're probably making the same mistakes. <laughs> and everybody's situation is different, but yet people make the same mistakes, whether they have a lot of money or a little money, and they spend more than they have typically. And that's where they get into trouble because they don't have a plan. Now, we're going to talk about how to maximize Social Security because, as you said, because you said that it's really uh, the foundation of most people's retirement plans and their retirement income. Uh, and it really does affect almost everyone. So uh, what's the first thing that you talked to or that you asked if I came into you, Jack, and said, hey, um, I need a, you know, I don't know what to do with my finances. And you said, well, let's look at your social security. What's the first thing you look at? Well, I think a social security is planning as a uh is a function of uh, a lot of the other mistakes people make in their financial uh, uh, lives. N- number one, most people uh, most people follow conventional wisdom, and everybody's doing the same thing. Yet, you know, I, I always ask people, when's the last time the masses have been right about anything? So I think we need to take <laughs> a step back right. 
and take a look at what are we trying to achieve. And the first mistake I think people make in social security planning is we've been taught to believe and people complain all the time about the fact that I wish I didn't have to have social security. It's a terrible deal. I, you know, I wish I could have invested the money on my own and I'd be so much better off. And I completely reject that idea. I think that's complete, a complete falsehood. And let me give you an example. Most financial uh, educators out there will tell you that uh, at best you can get 4% of your money out of your assets without fear of running out of money. So let's just say, for example, that I had a $2,500 a month social security benefit, which gave me $30,000 a year of social security. Based on the 4% rule, which is widely recognized by most, it's, it's, a lot of people are saying it's less than that because of the low interest rates right now. Sure. And but if you use the if we if we use the four percent rule, in order for me to generate uh, uh, thirty thousand dollars of income without fear of running out of money, I've got to have a pool of money set aside of seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in order to achieve that type of income. Now, if that's the case, is it easier to contribute to my Social Security every check, or is it easier for me to save, invest, and accumulate? $750,000. And I would, I would say with, with great confidence that, that it, it must be easier to get $30,000 of social security because of the few people that have accumulated $750,000. Right. So I think that the first thing we need to do is we, we need to reject the idea that social security is a, is a, is a bad deal. And it's, a, it's something that, uh, that we don't have to spend a lot of time planning for. Sure. Sure. So um, really, we need to look at Social Security and take it seriously because it could be a big portion of our income in retirement, and it is for most people. Uh, But what you're saying there, Jack, is uh, we need to be aware everybody's situation is different. And I know you always say that. So you like to meet with people individually and first before you figure out uh, what they're going to need and how to maximize their Social Security, see where they're at and what they need, what their needs are. And I think that's really important. Uh, now, there's a, there's a rule with Social Security. Uh, what you make in Social Security varies, and it depends on how long you've worked, and it's based on, what, your 35 years of work, isn't it? That is correct. Uh, it's based on your 35 best years of, of income, and it's, it's adjusted for inflation. Uh, and I think that uh, for the most part, uh, what I see a lot of times is I see a lot of people, uh, especially business owners, uh, uh, farmers, people like that, trying to reduce their taxable income in order to reduce their their FICA uh, contributions. And and I completely understand that. I've been, you know, I, I don't think I've worked for anybody since I'm 25 years old. So I fully understand being self-employed or or uh, uh, being the owner of the company, but. And it is a huge expense for most taxpayers. The FICA contribution is their biggest tax expense. But when you when you look at the the ramifications down the road of trying to minimize your FICA contributions, we have to ask ourselves: Are we better off doing it where we reduce them, or are we better off taking a look at our overall picture and 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 play the long game? And typically, with most people, we're better off playing the long game because a lot of times, uh, you know, we have the best of intentions when we're 30 or 35, but life gets in the way. And, uh, sometimes, uh, things don't work out exactly how we plan them to work out. Right. And, you know, the social security is such a strong foundation that, uh, you know, for a lot of people, if, 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 uh, 
if, if they plan their social security, right. And they weren't extremely high income earners during their lifetime, they might be in a position in retirement if they plan it properly, where between both spouses, the social security is, and the tax advantages that may be there, they might be living better in retirement just off their social security than they ever dreamed possible. Mm. And, and, and until you know that you can, you can have uh you can make some serious uh, errors. Yeah, mistakes. And that's the thing. Uh, people can make mistakes and uh, people can listen to maybe they got advice. Well, my uncle did this or my buddy, my neighbor does this. So I'm going to do that because that worked for him. But like you say, everybody's situation is different. So um, there are a lot of different uh, rules to Social Security and things we need to know uh, and really, uh, one of it is timing. A big one is timing, isn't it, Jack, as far as when you file? That is correct. Uh, and and uh, that's hugely important because uh, uh, typically, because one of the, one of the biggest uh, things that I see in, in, in my daily work is uh, the loss of a spouse. And a lot of, a lot of people are taking Social Security early, and then maybe their spouse is in a situation where, they didn't work outside the home or had limited income or limited number of working years. So the spouse may be uh, getting half the social security of the high earning spouse. And the thing that people don't take into account is when one spouse dies, the, uh, the smaller part of the social security goes away. Right. And so when you make a planning decision, sometimes to take social security earlier, not only does that have a major effect on your ability to earn money, but it also has a huge effect on your spouse. And one of the biggest, saddest things I see, and I, I always tell people that I think, uh, I think social security planning is probably the biggest women's financial issue of our, t- of our time because women outlive men when they, when uh, the man dies as, as they often do before the spouse, the spouse ends up with losing one half of the social security. And typically that's, that's the woman. And, and that's why women are such a huge, uh, uh, widows are such a huge part of, uh, our, our poverty class. And, and it doesn't have to be, but you know, it, you can imagine when, when one spouse dies, not only do you lose half the social security, but now that instead of being a joint taxpayer, they're a single taxpayer. So, they may be in a position oftentimes where not only do they have lower social security, but they're actually paying more taxes. Yeah. See, that's, yeah. And that's, that's not good. And it seems like taxes always come into it. Uh, so you want to make sure you're minimizing that tax burden and making decisions, even with your social security, uh, that uh, you have to kind of look at all those things. And I know you work alongside CPAs uh, with your clients to make sure uh, that uh, the tax impact is going to be taken into consideration. Now, before we move on, I do want to ask you uh, about one of the other rules about how, you know, taking benefits early, how that does affect and reduce the benefit. But first, let's take a quick break here and let the listeners know how they can get a hold of you. So uh, why don't you let the listeners know? I know, Jack, you're offering a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation where you'll sit down and talk with them. Uh, and how do our listeners get a hold of you to set that up? I can either be contacted at uh, 844-752-5433, or you can uh, 
uh, check my website at uh, uh, retirementbydesign.com. All right. And you can also uh, go to uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify and subscribe to the show as a podcast. That way, anytime there's a new show, it'll be readily available for you on whatever device you want to use, your computer, your phone, uh, your um, if you have a tablet, uh, it's great. So uh, that way you can keep up to date. And every week we're going to be talking about important financial tips and topics. Uh, and Jack's going to bring us some of the wisdom and tell some of the stories uh, of people when they first come to him the situations they're in and how he's able to help them. And hopefully these tips will help you as well. And again, you're listening to Retirement by Design. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Jack Burns. Now, Jack, uh, let's keep it moving here. There's another rule uh, is that deciding to take your benefits early could end up with you receiving a reduced benefit for the rest of your life. Is that true? That is correct. Uh, the, w- the way that works, and we'll just use an example uh, because uh, you know, most people now are retiring, their full retirement age is uh, 66 or 67 or any anywhere in between there. There's not many 65s that haven't started taking Social Security yet. So let's assume, for example, just for easy math, that your uh, uh, full retirement age is 66 and your primary insurance amount is going to be $1,000 a month, just for easy figuring. Sure. If you take that at 62... Instead of getting a thousand dollars a month, you will get seven fifty a month. So there's a twenty five percent haircut for taking it early. Wow! Yeah, that's you're, a, that's you're leaving a lot of money on the table. Exactly, exactly. And the the uh, seven hundred fifty, other than adjustments for inflation, never changes. So you you've got that reduced benefit for your whole life. So if you wait to sixty six, you would get a thousand. Now if you wait beyond sixty six, you get eight percent simple added to that percent, added to that every year until age 70. Right. So that's, that's a huge benefit. And that's, and one of the mistakes I think people make, and, and, and I'm not, that's not to say that, you know, the strategy of people taking it at 62 for some people is not the right way to go. It's, it's different for everybody. And there's a lot of people, you know, due to pensions and and things like that, where they need to take it at 62. But the point is, uh, and I think people miss this, the decision that you make on when you take Social Security and the decision on when you retire are two totally separate decisions. And most people lump them together. Yes, they do. And and that's yeah. a big mistake. Yeah. Yeah, I think people do. And, you know, people are living longer. for So some people now are waiting uh, until 70 to retire, um, but yet some of those still think they can take their social security benefits at 62, which they can, but if they do that and they keep working, uh, then some of those benefits can be taken away again. Right. That is right. Between your, between, uh, before your early, uh, or your, uh, full retirement age, if you work for every $2 that you earn, you have to give $1 of social security back. Yikes. And a lot more people are working in retirement. Haven't you noticed that, Jack? There is, and and uh, uh, it, it's a it's a it's a problem because most people, you know, once they make that decision, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not saying you can't turn back because you can you can make a delay within the first year, but uh, uh, it it is just it's just kind of uh, one of those things where you really need to find a professional and you need to sit down with them. 
and before you make these decisions. And I and I, I think people sometimes are reluctant to, you know, meet with financial advisors because, uh, you know, there's a stigma that maybe they're going to get taken advantage of or somebody's going to pressure them into buying something that uh, they don't want. And 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 I'm sure there's uh, I'm sure there's some bad apples out there. But I can tell you in my experience in 30 years that most of the people that I know that are that have been in the financial services business for a lot of times are some of the most high integrity people that you're going to meet. And, and to not, to not uh, meet with somebody because there's a stigma attached that, that is, in my opinion, completely erroneous. The only one that's getting hurt there is, is the person who, uh, you know, it doesn't find a qualified advisor. Well, right. And, and if you're working with somebody who's looking out for your best interest, a trusted financial professional, uh, they can meet with you uh, that's why you offer the complimentary consultation. There's no cost or obligation. They can sit down and you can run a social security maximization report for them to show them kind of where that sweet spot is, where they can file to maximize their benefits. And some people might need to file early. Some people might might need to file late, but it depends on their situation. And there's a lot of aspects to social security that people, that people just think, oh, I'll file at 62 or 66 and then that's it. No worries about it. Well, guess what? <laughs> there's there's tens of thousands of dollars that, you know, over your lifetime that you could be uh, missing out on. So you don't want to make those mistakes. I have one more uh, brief thing before we end the show. There's one more rule uh, that I wanted to ask you about, and that's Social Security benefits being taxed. You had mentioned taxes. A lot of people think I used to be this way. I thought Social Security benefits couldn't be taxed, but they can, right? They can and and they are, you know, for a lot of people, and and that's that's uh, that's a huge point because number one, all income is not treated equal. There's uh, there's provisional income. Most people haven't heard of provisional income, but what provisional income is, it's the income that you receive that is calculated toward determining whether your social security or is taxed or not. For example, most people have their money in qualified plans. Okay. Any money that you take out of a traditional qualified plan is counted in provisional income to determine whether your Social Security is taxed or not. So for, for a single person, uh, if, they're, if their adjusted gross income is between 25000 and 32000 their Social Security starts to get taxed at twenty five. It can be taxed up to 50% between twenty five and thirty four, and up to 85% of their Social Security can be taxed beyond that. And for a married couple, it's uh, uh, 32000 uh, for the, the, the anything below that is not taxed. Anything between thirty two and 44000 up to 50% of it can be taxed. And above 44000 85% of your Social Security can be taxed. Wow. So that's a big yes. It's it can a huge be deal. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and for example... Let's just say that uh, you had uh, uh, $30,000 of Social Security income and it became taxable and you're in the 25% tax bracket, for example, that would put you in a position where just because your Social Security was taxed, you had an additional tax due on that $30,000 of $7,500, okay? So... The problem then multiplies when most people have all their money sitting in qualified plans, traditional IRAs, traditional 401ks. So they go and get the $7,500 of tax 
out of their social out of their IRAs, and when they do that, they get a tax triggered on their IRA, so they got to pay tax on the seventy five hundred. Oh. So to get the seventy five hundred, they've got to take a larger amount out, and it just it, it snowballs, it, right? Yeah. And, and that's why proper social security planning will put you in a position where not only do you determine the best time to take your social security, but equally, if not more important, is to try to reposition your assets into places where, like for example, Roth IRAs. Yeah. To, Roth IRAs are not included in 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 provisional income, so. You know, you can you could really because that money's already been taxed, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. and uh, so you know, it's 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 once you determine what what's provisional income and what isn't, you can reposition your assets potentially to where you can have large amounts of income and still keep your social security from being taxed. And we couple those two things, you can have a lot of retirement income with very little risk and no taxes. And, and, you know, we're sitting in a situation right now where, you know, with our national debts getting out of control, you know, maybe, maybe tax rates are going to go up. I can't predict taxes, but you know, there's, there's most people I think would say, if you asked them, are tax rates going to go up? I think most people would say yes. Right. And, and, and if you can get to the point where, you know, due to proper strategies that you're uh, in the 0% tax bracket, you know, if, 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 if tax rates triple and you're in the 0% tax bracket, you're still tri- zero. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. so minimizing that tax burden is huge. And again, I know you work alongside CPAs to really look at the tax aspect and every piece of the planning you do, whether it's, um, whether it's social security maximization or retirement vehicles, you're looking at IRAs, 401ks, or uh, insurance uh, products for retirement. Uh, these types of things, it's important to have an overall plan, and really that has to be taken into consideration. That tax burden it does, and and I think that uh, you know a lot of uh, a lot of the conventional uh, wisdom out there tends to simplify these issues, and these issues are everything but simple. And you know, you're you're really only as good as the advisors that you're that you're uh, represented Working. by, because yeah. you you can't possibly. The average guy can't possibly spend the time, and nor does the average person want to spend the time. Most people hate talking about money. They, you <laughs> yeah, know, they, we avoid it like the plague. Right. It's the thing, you know, money, politics, and religion sometimes are the worst things. And right. money, I think, is the worst of the three for most people. That's right. And 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 if you, but but you know, even though it may not be something where you need to know everything about it, you you need to find competent people yep. that will advise you and and make you understand what you're doing and why you're doing it It doesn't matter it doesn't matter what your advisor says you know as long as as long as uh, you got to remember you're the person who who uh, lives with those results so you've got to take the responsibility to you know find the right advisor and not only uh, place some trust in your in the right advisor but you need to understand where you're going to yeah and and why you're doing it yeah roadmap so a roadmap to retirement. And listeners, we're almost out of time, but Jack, why don't you one more time let them know how they can get a hold of you? Okay, I can be reached at 844 752 5433 or retirementbydesign.com. All right, and that's retirementbydesign.com. And our host here is Jack Burns, and that does it for today's episode of Retirement by Design. Thank you for listening to Retirement by Design. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Jack Burns. Call 844-752-5433 or visit them online at retirementbydesign.com. Jack Burns offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508. An SEC-registered investment advisor, Gradient Advisors, LLC, and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Retirement by Design is not a registered investment advisor and is not an affiliate of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Jack Burns, independent agent, Retirement by Design. Jack Burns and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual's situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.